You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. What's up, Glass Cannon Nation? It's me, Jared Logan, and you're in my garage. The Game Garage, that is. Yes, this is The Game Garage, a show where we play tabletop role-playing games. And this week, for the fifth and final week, we are playing Worlds Without Number, the amazing old-school Hexcrawl RPG from Kevin Crawford and Cine Nomine Publishing. I got it right that time. Nice! Yay! I can pronounce things. Have you been practicing all week? I've been sitting and uh, doing just vocal exercises, really. Whether the weather is cold. Just staring at yourself in the mirror and saying affirmations and sinenomine. You can do this. You got this. (laughs) I said to myself. Don't let those players bully you this time. This time, they'll kill them all. (laughs) Sinenomine. This is a uh, fantastic game. Uh, Everyone should go and get a copy. In fact... You can get one tonight. Uh, we did this last episode. We're going to do it again this episode. Tonight. Yes. Uh, well, you, you, there's well, there's one more up for grabs, actually, tonight. If you're uh, the one that won it last time, you could win another one. That's true. Yeah, good point. Uh, well, first, I should introduce my cast. We have Edgar Blackman, Zach <laughs> Reno, and Mary Lou. What's up, guys? Hello. I'm really right. excited by the idea that someone could win both books and burn the second out of spite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to make the first one more valuable. More valuable. You should That's never burn books work. unless they contain thought crime in them. But mm. um, So sure. if you'd like to win a copy of the book, you can <laughs> win a copy of the book tonight. We're going to put... A link up in the chat. Go to that link, fill out the form, and you can win your own copy of Worlds Without Number, an incredible fantasy RPG that you're going to want to play. I'm sorry, it is only for people in the continental US. We can't send uh, books out And who are the not in the stream. Uh, right. I um, one. Well, you Give know, you'll just, you'll have to, to buy, you'll have to Give buy to yours. Me. At Target, like everybody else, Mary Lou. I don't okay? like that. Mm. I wish Target had a section of tabletop role playing. Constantly cool? getting lost in the in Target's wide array of niche, <laughs> niche role playing games. Yeah, uh, no stores sell the stuff I like. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, I guess I, I, I guess Barnes and Noble. If you go there, they have a little bit of tabletop role playing game stuff. They do. Oh wow. Well, but they good. put it right beside the video game guides because they're like, uh, nerd shit. Nerds. Uh, you like and, this shit, right? Yeah. Here's, <laughs> some pictures, here's some pictures of Link with a big balloon. You want this, right? <laughs> here's that Naruto crap you guys like. Uh, it's just uh, manga and then dandy books. You go, you little freaks. Take this. You nasty freak nerds. <laughs> Well, uh, we've got three nasty, well, four, if you count me, four nasty freak nerds about to and take you on a journey uh, deeper into the, uh, well, the deep. You've discovered a deep, which is what they call dungeons in this game. Um, your characters uh, have been exploring it, trying to find the wizard Croth, 
whom you believe is responsible for some of the horrible goings on in Edgewood Station. The town was plagued by strange mutant and hybrid animal beast men. And you have think you've found the source, which is this deep, which has all kinds of strange organic technology in it. You discovered a, a, a large pod in one room. And when you opened some of those pods, you saw little fetal facsimiles of your own characters in them. Of course, Corby decided to keep his and not rip it open. Um, so you have that. <laughs> in case I need it. In another temple-like room. Such a bad idea. You found a bunch of tinier, smaller seed pods that came from a statue that looked like it was an object of veneration. And, of course, Corby has kept one of those pods as well. In case Mm -hmm. I need to roll my next character, Morby the Mantis Mage. Yes. um, I will say, everybody keep that extra character I sent you, uh, you know, somewhere in your inbox because you may, in fact, need it. So our party has changed a little bit. We, we started with Corby and Jazz and Rotilda, but Rotilda passed away. Now you are choice. Uh, I mean, sorry, joined by Garmouth, the mutant animal hybrid, which we built using the warlike blighted rules from uh, this great game. So you can play demi humans and strange what, what they call Anakim and blighted in this book. So uh, Mary Lou is now playing a, a wolf mutant. And uh, you all uh, were in that sort of temple-like room. You descended back into the great hall where there are these giant columns. And that is when you were confronted by an enormous hulk covered in moss stomping its way to, toward you. 14 feet tall with glowing eyes that shine out through the gloom. And it uh, sweeps one of its massive arms into a column. And a big giant piece of that column just goes and is torn away um, and uh, the whole gigantic room shakes and we are going to start with combat I want you to roll your initiative who do it and that's just Mary Lou right you Mary Lou's been I just rolling ran it. it I did it I Great. did it and I just got a seven so nobody a else seven it. great number that's good you go first um Woo! I will only let you know this about this encounter um this thing looks Serious, very serious. It's very big, and it just completely laid waste to an entire column uh, with one sweep of its arm. You may go in any initiative order you like. Can I see if there are any tunnels and or corridors off this giant room that this man could not fit in? Yes, so... um of course, you can go back out into that amphitheater, but that that door looks very large. It looks like it could easily pass through there. He would follow us. But on the far side of this hall, this colonnaded hall, there are steps leading up to a structure that looks like the temple you were in earlier, but it's different. It's covered in flowers in really intricate designs um, that also um, kind of mimic geometric shapes, but but very different from the temple you were in earlier. Um, and that has a smaller door, a door that perhaps this enormous uh, Hulk could not get through. But uh, you'd have to you'd have to really sprint to get over there. It's on the far side of the hall. Okay, team. My instincts are telling me we cannot fight this thing. It's so much bigger than even me, and I'm incredibly big. Mm, right. You're saying we 
have to fight it? I am saying the opposite of that. I'm saying that we definitely should not fight it and we should run past. Got it. Here's the distraction. And I take out the last seed pod that we had Mm -hmm. that grows things very fast. Yeah. Um, And I open it and I sort of throw it towards the charging thing. And then I run. This is the one you found uh, in that suite of six rooms. The one that we think turns into a version of us when it grows up. Okay, excellent. So you're tossing it toward him. That's what you're doing on your turn, Corby. Is that right? What about your rune of destruction? That was all wrapped up in the painting. I don't think we can kill this thing. Isn't that what you were saying? That we shouldn't try to kill it? But that might stop him for a second. Doesn't matter. Yes. I was. It was a. The equivalent of pulling a a pin in a grenade. Right. (laughs) Okay, so you cut open the pot and you toss it at uh, at the Hulk's feet. That is Corby's action, and uh, Corby, would you like to move anywhere after doing yeah, that? Yeah, I'd like to sprint towards the door on the other side. Very good. Uh, how yeah. about Garmouth what, or, or, or Jazz? What, what would either of you like to do? I want to sprint. Try and sprint past. I'm going to see. Uh, um, I'm like, I can't throw a blade at him but I like I feel like that might be just a waste of time and energy we might just want to sprint it's really big right it's really big it's really 14 big feet. he's 15 feet tall yeah he's twice as tall as me and you're 7 feet you're big and I'm 7 and a half feet so are you just gonna sprint I'm gonna sprint and you know what why not I'm gonna throw a blade yeah you could throw a blade first right yeah Okay, go ahead and make your attack roll. Um, for your character, that is a plus two. Sorry, Jerry. Can I slight retcon? I don't want to yeah. throw it. I don't want to throw it in such a way that it's immediately going to get stepped on. I need. I want. I want to throw it the opposite way from where we're going, so that it hopefully turns into a screaming, horrible animal thing and draws a lot of attention. Right. Okay. No problem. I understand. Yes. No. Okay. No problem. I rolled an eight. So. An eight uh, versus its AC. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to tell you what happens. Your uh, knife uh, flings true. It smacks into the side of the thing and goes plunk and falls to the ground. It has hit a very hard exterior. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. And do you sprint? Did you say you were sprinting toward the far end of the hall where that other building is? Yeah. Okay. You do so. Jazz, what would you like to do? I'm out of here, bud. I'm, I'm trying to get to this door on the far side. Okay, everybody, um, I think because you have to move very quickly, could you please give me an exert roll? Okay. Is that a save or no? No, that's just a roll. That's just a roll. It's like a skill. It's like how much you can, yes, 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 you yes. can put into it. That's a five. Seven. Eight. Okay, is there jazz there immediately there? cuts to what's that? Uh, just asking if there's there's modifiers for that add. Right, if you don't have the exert skill, you need to take it one away from what you've just rolled. It's a two d six one, yeah, just oh, a skill. Seven. <laughs> okay, seven, uh, and a seven for Garmouth as well. Yeah, and then uh, Corby rolled a five, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, I rolled a six, but I have a negative so, one. So Garmouth and Garmouth and. Jazz are in the lead, uh, running away, uh, and Corby is bringing up the rear. But let me see what happens 
when this thing is when you throw that pod. That's very important. So it's our it's the Hulk's turn, but let's see what happens when you throw that pod. Tree okay. man. Here we go. All right. Um, it, right now, it is ignoring the pod, and it is uh, running uh, right on the heels of, uh, unfortunately, Corby. And it's going to go ahead and it's going to make its um, exert skill to see how fast it can move. And if it beats a five, it is between Corby and the other two in the door. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it rolled a 11. So um, that's higher than five. Yeah. <laughs> it okay. uh, it <laughs> and steps around Corby and is now like uh, uh, breathing down uh, his uh, his his collar. It is right uh, on top of him. Uh, it has not been distracted uh, yet. Um, and so uh, let's see. It can make an attack because it just moved. Corby, what is your AC? 15. 15. It does not uh, hit you. Uh, It does hit the uh, it does hit the ground in front of you and makes a big dent in the ground. Smash where it's huge uh, moss covered fist uh, smacked into the earth. Um, that is the end of its turn. What would you like to do, your party? I want hey, Corby throw throw that other pod at this thing. It's like a holy pod. Maybe it's like a protector. And if it sees the praying mantis pod, maybe it it will that will get its attention. That's my mantis son. I'm not going to throw my mantis <laughs> son at this thing. It's not your son. It is an alien being from outside space. Tell me something else to throw at it. Not that. <laughs> it's the thing you gotta throw. A rune! This thing, look, this is a guardian. Um, okay, R- yeah. Rune so that pod and sling it over there. <laughs> this is a good sprint idea. Toward, sprint toward us and then ruin the ground and maybe it'll make a giant pit or something that the... Or you can make pits in the ground, you were telling me. That had happened in a previous I did. episode. I was telling you about how good I was when I trapped this other thing in a pit in the ground. Hey, make, we're having this conversation while running. Yeah, we're uh, having it. Yes. We're sprinting. Uh, in fact, I am, that's I guess all I'm, the conversation running, you can have. I'm running. I'm going to try to. It's like fully focused on me, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, wh- is there a path like towards the side of this room that isn't like directly through it? To the yeah. door. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the colonnade, maybe? Yes. Great. Some columns in between you and the man? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take out one of my many, many candles, which I bought for a low, low price. I remember. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna ruin of destruction this candle, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to, like, toss it. Because he's, like, right in front of me, right? That's, that's right. Okay. I'm just going to take a couple steps back and, like, drop it there. My plan is the second that goes off, I'm gonna like run around him and beeline for the door. Okay, uh, I think I understand. So um, you're using your action to uh, apply the rune of destruction to this candle. 
and then you are going to well, move. Well, I guess, I guess he's, how far away from me is he? You should just sprint towards the door and then drop it behind you like a he's, like a shell in Mario well, he's, Kart. He's in between me and the it's door. It's within five ah. feet of you. It's within five feet of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to throw this thing. I'm going to ruin the candle. I'm just going to throw a candle at him. Okay, ruining it and throwing it like a grenade, right? Yeah, and it actually doesn't have to hit him. It has to get within two feet of him. So unless okay. I throw it extremely badly, like... Right. This shouldn't be an issue. Well, then I would like you to go ahead and make a... What is this? Uh, no. What's throwing? Shoot? Throwing a shoot. I don't, even shoot. Wanna, I don't even want to risk a fucking shoot roll, Jared. I'm, I'm putting this candle down on the ground, and I am <laughs> stepping five feet back, and I'm just right. waiting. Okay, so, great. If it comes um, after me, yeah. Jazz, you are uh, one more run... Up to this door, uh, and I. But you probably are aware that the thing has gotten between you and Corby. What would you? Uh, and, and the same with you, Garmith. Which of you would like to act next, and what would you like to do? I scream. I got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ready an attack of of. I guess my throwing blade. If this um, to distract. It, yes. If it doesn't um, get blown up or doesn't get distracted, okay. From, by so the, on by its, the rune, right? So on its turn, if it doesn't get distracted by the rune, your throw attack goes off. Yes. Understood. Uh, does that mean you've stopped then, uh, like running distance from the next door that you were going for? No, I'm going to run as far as I possibly can <laughs> and then turn around and ready my attack. Okay, so you're uh, you're around like. 60 feet from these guys. It's yeah, hard to throw a knife that far. Okay, you're range. right. My range is only 30 feet. It's so good. I'm... Get out of range. Get out of here. <sighs> okay, I am going to run 60 feet. And just, so I'm not readying an attack. I'm just readying the thought of an attack for later. Okay. Okay, <laughs> you're, you've run up the steps and you are right at the door that you want to go in through that it couldn't follow you through. Jazz, what about you? <laughs> Bye. I can't, man. I know you... I know that you said to get out of here, but I've got this. I you want to be like, a mantis so bad. No, no, no I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like I can't just leave you behind. What? What's the range on my bow? Is it's got to be more than? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, if can I can get to the up. door and ready my attack, I'm going to do that. And then that way I can be at the door and have my bow. I think that that's fine, and I think that your bow will have a range that's uh, at least 60 feet. For sure. All right, great. That makes sense. Okay, no, I, so I a, bow, a bow goes a little farther than a throwing knife. So uh, you that's what have... I always say. Here we go. I actually have it oh, right uh-huh. here. Because I'm fast. Armor bow. Bow large, right? Yes, sir. Oh, 100 or 600 feet. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, so you uh, run and you've readied your attack. And if this uh, if this little trick of Corby's doesn't work, your bow attack immediately goes off. So here we go. It is the Hulk's turn, the Behemoth's turn, and it definitely mindlessly steps forward to crush our poor friend Corby. And it definitely mindlessly steps right within two feet, at least, of the rune. And what happens? It explodes in its fire. Um, And it 
I was trying to pull this up before you got to me. Here it is. <laughs> okay. Um, buh, 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 buh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Buh, I'm buh, on buh, the buh, edge buh, of my buh, seat. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Rune of Destruction. Uh, 2d6 damage plus caster level. So 2d6 damage plus 2. Roll it, please. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage. Boom! The rune goes off. 10 fire damage is done to this thing. Um, I gotta be honest with you. You blacken it. You, you, you've put uh, a, a, a really the thing that matters the most is the force of it uh, because this thing it looks like it's blackened but it's not like you normally you'd blow the leg off something like this but you haven't even blown a leg off but let's see what the force of it does let's see if this yeah. thing remains standing you just want to distract him long enough that you could sprint around him okay this thing uh, just rolled a seven to remain standing, but I just gonna—I ruled that it was an eight difficulty, and so things. it falls smashing uh, to the floor. The whole room shakes. That was its turn. What are you gonna do on your turn? Run, 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 and also look <laughs> over and see what that pod is doing. <laughs> yes, yeah, the just pod. To witness it. Are you looking back at the pod while sprinting? Just a glance to the pod. But I'm. You glance back, and you can only glance long enough to get. Uh, it's uh, it's popped open, and you mostly see pod, but then you see a man's arm, a grown man's arm, reaching out of it. Covered in like ooze and pollen. Oh my And God. Corby, it's definitely your arm. This is fine. This Hulk is going to take care of that guy. We don't got to worry about that. Let's <laughs> run Jazz, the door. shoot it. Mm-hmm. Jazz, shoot it. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so that Corby's turn is running. Does anybody want to do anything else? Or you can just go through this door, uh, Jazz or um, Garmouth. Um. Maybe I'll scout ahead. I think I'm going to sneak and scout ahead to see what's in this room ahead of us and make sure there's no booby traps or anything that we're not going from the frying pan into the fire. Okay, this door does have... uh, There is a door on this door. um, Mm -hmm. And it does have, like, a handle made of vines and you have to pull it open. Oh, is it one of those thorny vines? Yes. Then I think fucking not. Um, I'm going to take... I have a short sword. I'm going to try and open it with my short sword like Corby did with the spear. Very smart. You uh, pull it open, and it's very dark and musty inside. I'm still going to sneak ahead and see what I can notice before my compatriots get there. Because I'm. Do you, have, do you have wolf eyes or human eyes? Like, how do? You, how's your vision in the I'm dark? I'm not sure. Human I'm eyes. Not, I have human eyes. Okay, human yeah. eyes. Um, <laughs> you I'm uh, sure now. Can give me a sneak roll, Garmouth and Jazz. What would you like to do? I'm going to follow uh, Garmouth. Okay. Uh, well, I just rolled a twelve, so. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I rolled a thirteen. That's amazing. Garmin's gone uh, forever. Snuck so good, no one can find them. <laughs> yes, and uh, I snuck so good. Jazz, I do you want to sneak as well as you come in here? Yes, I definitely, I definitely want to sneak. Okay, great. That is a seven. A seven. Sneak. Six plus one. Okay. Uh, Jazz Jazz makes a little bit of noise. Jazz makes a little bit of noise as he enters the room. Don't follow (laughs) me. I whispered, don't. (laughs) Okay. 
But I'm um, so quiet. They go with you in here. <laughs> it's dark in here too. You don't have the illumination of Corby's eyes because he's still running toward the door. I'm going to go ahead and resolve this combat thusly. Corby, as you reach the door, you look back again and you see that the hulking uh, dreadnought has gotten up, but it has uh, seen you, a naked ooze-covered version of you crawling across the floor, and it begins walking toward you, and you see it lift its giant fist over you, and you see the fist start to come down. Do you keep watching? Yeah. You watch yourself (laughs) get smashed into a bloody pulp. I say, thank you, me. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. All right. So, um, those of you who are in this dark room, um, I want to slam. I want to close the door behind us. Okay. So, yeah. Just as Corby gets in, you mean? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm locking him out. (laughs) Hey guys, you have too many pods. Yeah, I'd like to put my short sword in between, so they're locked in. I'm in the room with the big beast forever. Um, you enter into here and you notice that it is another uh, suite of like six chambers. Um, and uh, you can look around in here. Um, Are there any um, have blue? You li- let me know if you're using illumination. I mean, I can see because I have flame sight, but I will illuminate it so that my friends can see as well. Light them up, buddy. Are there any bluebells in a triangle? Um, there are no bluebells in a triangle. Uh, you realize that the room that you're in that has six doors coming off of it, this room um, has a, a freeze on the wall, meaning like kind of the, the plant matter walls have been carved to depict scenes. And there is a beautiful, colorful scene of uh, an insect, a giant insect bestowing little seed pods on smaller insects. And you can see them going to uh, a strange sort of object that looks like an apparatus or a tree. It's very unclear, and they are planting the seeds in that. Good, good. Glad we have one of these, which I say to myself quietly, not in the... (laughs) Um. Okay. Is there anything else we can notice from this freeze? Um, no, the whole, it kind of goes around the entire room, but that's the story it tells. Like, the giant insect gives seeds, the little insects travel to this apparatus, and they plant the seed in sort of a little bowl on the apparatus. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, to study that part of it, but, um, great. And there are are six doors out of this chamber, you said? That is correct. One of them was the door you just came in through, so five. Okay. And are they just rooms like they were before? Yes, but they have like doors. Portals and, oh, they all have doors. And okay, are there any markings or free, or flowers on any or, of these doors? Or heat signatures behind any of them. Aha. There is. Uh, there is a heat signature behind one of them. And it is a... I know. Three heat signatures. You see bodies moving around behind one of the doors. What are they, like, what's the outline? What are we talking Humanoid. Okay. Um, which door is that? Humanoid. Um, <laughs> so there are five in here, so there's two on each side and one in, in the far end. So one straight ahead on the far end, and then two on each side, your left side. And, and the then right. the so they're not all in the same can... room. They're in separate rooms. No, they're all in one room. They're in the um, uh, left back room. Sorry. Okay, great. 
I say, I was thinking what we could do is we could toss a rune of destruction inside. So we could just I I can I can put a trap in the doorway. And and then we open the door and, and let then them we come spring to us. The trap. Oh, okay. Right. So like if we could we could do like a like a we could take a rune. I could use one of those one of your runes and I could make a trap in the doorway that would spring on the door is open. Oh, oh, do it now! Do it now! Do it now! Minutes. Do it now! Oh, I need five minutes. I need more time. I need more time. I need more time. I need five minutes to set my traps. Get ready! Get ready! Get ready! Get ready! Someone is holding a torch, and they're opening the door. Can we hide, the door. Lights Can we hide lights, in one of the rooms? Yeah. I want to. I want to. Yes. I want to grab my my compatriots and hide in one of the rooms, the nearest okay. door. Okay. Um, you. Um, the nearest door is. Uh, it's the front right side door. Okay. Uh, and you go into that chamber and you shut the strange spongy I, vegetable door. Yeah, I uh, quietly you. want to close it behind me. And turning me. around, you see beautiful um, objects like carved wood that form like gorgeous statues in weird geometric shapes. And uh, some look like vaguely insectoid in their um, in the shape that they form. And you realize that these would probably be very valuable in a marketplace. There are in this room three such objects. Um, okay, guys, here's what we're gonna do. Okay, I can see the outline of the torch-holding guy. Right, he's moving. Are you oh, peeking out? You're, did you all go in this room with the art objects, and are you kind of peeking out? I believe I could see him, whether or not. Oh yeah, your heat signatures. Yeah, nice. whether okay. the door, so the door is, is shutting. Yes, you can see three figures come out into the main room. They all come out. They're not running around like crazy beasts. They're like walking. One's holding a torch. They're walking, and you can hear voices on the other side of the door. <gasps> okay, let's listen. All right, I'm convinced that this chamber may give us some sort of clue as to how to operate it. Yes, but what do these carvings mean? It sounds like someone's talking to themselves. But there's three of them, right? That's right. <gasps> three of the same person. Three of the same person. Okay, guys, it's probably good that we didn't kill these things immediately. But, um... How do you want to... Okay, here's what we'll do. You two, hide. I'm going to try talking. If it goes bad... Kill it. Jazz, I need you to do your secret, like, assassin shit. Okay, I, I'm not good I just, at hiding. I just feel like, yeah, I just think you know you're really putting yourself in a lot of danger here, buddy. I'm like, fine. What if they turn on you? Yeah, I could die. L- listen, we've our friend die. I've. Uh, am I trying to throw my life away through adventuring? I don't know. I don't have time to unpack that right now. Here's does what I Jazz know. have enough time let- to set a trap behind the door, or does it look like these figures are leaving this room? Are they staying in this room? It looks like they're exploring this area of the deep. So um, they are kind of looking into each door now, it looks like. You, you can see them moving systematically through um, this sort of palace area that you've come into. 
because Jazz can set a trap like right behind this doorway. So when they open the door, you know, um, Corby, you can you can try and talk to them. And if they don't want to talk, they don't want to listen. They'll enter the room, try to attack you, and they'll die. Okay, that's, I'm actually okay with that. But you two don't talk so that they don't know that you're in here so that we have a number and surprise advantage if they come in. Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna, um, or, like, organize myself to be flush, like, next to the door so mm-hmm. that if you were looking in from outside, you could not see me. Very good. And are you setting some sort of trap, Jazz? Okay, Leah, let me check on my... My trap. Because I want to use this trap, Master. It's I'm the finale, be honest, baby. Let's I think go. These might be friends of, against all odds, but. I think it might be Croth. Who it's... else would clone themselves? But wouldn't Croth. I feel like Croth would know what he's doing. Did already. it, did it Maybe sound that's like. Exactly the problem. Did it sa- I thought it was a woman for some but reason. Croth. Oh, was it a woman? Given five minutes of work, you can trap a portal, container, passageway, or other relatively narrow space with foot snares, caltrops, toxic needles, or other hazards. Non-lethal traps cause the first victim to trigger it to lose a round, while actions w- w- uh, round of actions, while dangerous ones inflict one d six damage. I'm going to say that they are talking long enough, and you hear them in muffled voices, that you have just enough time to do this, Jazz. What I kind of put trap a, are you setting? Yes, thank you so much. I would like to set a non-lethal trap so that they are not hurt, but they are ensnared and that they would give us the uh, advantage. And that's if the first are, person to trigger bad. it. First person to trigger yes. it. Okay. So um, you have put a f- foot snare together here, um, and now you can tell that they're moving toward your door. Uh, okay. Jazz high. I'm hiding. Okay. I'm readying an attack with my claws out and extended. Should one of them try and attack Gorby, they're going to get slayed. And then I shout, <clears throat> all right, here goes nothing. Um, excuse me, adventurers. Nothing to be concerned about, but... Are you talking uh, through the door or have you opened it? Through. Okay. Uh, Who's there? Show I. yourself. Well, I, I'm Corby. I am Corby the Unburned, and I am uh, inside this room, and I just wanted you to know that I mean you no harm, and that's why I haven't opened the door yet. Here's where we you? do Yeah, so uh, they are going to throw open the door so that they can see you, and that is when we are going to activate our reaction roll. You are going to roll 2d6, and you're going to add your charisma bonus or penalty. Me? Yes. Okay. Uh, That's an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, As predictably hostile or friendly as they'd usually be in this situation, they are fully neutral. So they fling open the door. They have weapons at the ready. You are looking at Emra. Three of her. Oh, great. Who are you? Hello. Come out into the light. Now. Uh, I just, okay, a light on in my eyes. So now the whole thing is 
Right. When your light comes on in your eyes, they're like, he's casting some sort of spell. No, it's just light. See, it's just bright. Don't they're also, attacking. Okay, they're well, attacking just because a foot snare. Well, that's right. The first one will, will hit a foot snare. So uh, they're attacking, and I think the reason they're attacking, just to be clear, is because you turned on your eyes, and they were like a spell, like, and then they attacked. No, so, they're attacking because you wanted them to attack, Jared. Let's be honest here. <laughs> That's the uh, real reason they're attacking. Look, I mean, do you have a skill that you think you could stop them before they really commit to this? Because let's kill, let's kill some people. Wait, no, I I have I have one, I have one, I have uh, I have diplomatic grace. That's right. Do you want to use it? Here's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate this. They start to charge into the room, and then the first Emra is. Caught in your foot snare and whoo, pulled like upside down, and she's like, ah! Uh, and the other two are coming in behind her, but they pause for a moment, and that is the opportunity for you to use your diplomatic grace. What are you going to say or do, Jazz? I know who you are. You don't know who you are, but I know who you are. All three of you are descendants of a great and powerful warrior. Show him the picture. Okay, I take out the picture and I go... I think you need to give me a convince skill roll, Jazz. I gotcha, daddy. Here we go. Come uh, on, but, Jazz. But listen to this. Because you used that painting, add plus two to it. Ooh. Okay, great. So I rolled an eight and my charisma is a one. Nine plus two and plus two. That's eleven. You have 11. just you have just really fixed that uh, reaction roll, and suddenly they're like, ah, "You know of us? You've brought knowledge of our origins. Where did you get that painting? Um, from a horrible <laughs> tower that mm-hmm. uh, one of you was trapped in, being used as a concubine." <sighs> Also, sorry, real quick. There's a wolf man in here with us. Don't freak out. He's a friend. Hi. <laughs> no, the beast men. The beast They're trying this, to eat this, us. No, no, What's this one is beast men. This one is chill. No, be, We've be killed cool. a plenty. I mean, honestly, I agree with you. Most beast men, so there, killed a bunch of beast men. This An one, intelligent yeah. beast man? Yeah, sure. Say hi. I already said hi. Yeah, what else see, do you want me to right. say? You already said hi. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. What maybe, do you know of the beastman? Maybe, maybe cut down our friend. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, let me undo <laughs> this trap. I'm sorry, that was for precaution. You never be too safe when you're in a deep. All right, uh, just, just be cool. Yeah. There you go. You're you're done. Who are you, you, and what are you doing here? We don't know who we are. How old are we you? We call each other sister. How hmm. old are you? How long have you been awake? Months. We've been I, exploring this complex to discover who it is we are, but mm-hmm. one of our sisters is no longer with us. There were four of you. Well, yes. she, did she have a spear and a horse? She did have a spear. She, she murdered the one who was not like us. A man, yes. He did not have hair like us. 
Uh, Where was his hair? His body was different. Older? Yes. Yes, he had wrinkles and lines on his face. Was he like a magic man? He was... He told us that he was our master. Sounds like Croth the Defiler, more or less. Yeah, sounds like Croth the Defiler. He told us that we were wrong. That we had not been built correctly. Oh, you gotta ignore everything that that guy said. He's a bad dude, and it yeah. sounds like he's dead, yes? His name maybe? was Croth, I remember. There you go. You're, yeah. you're fine just the way you are. You're not, don't let another person, let alone a man, define your worth. Especially and a this, strange man. And this man. man made you. He kept... He kept... Duplicating. This is Eldest Sister. And one of the Emerus steps forward, and you can see that she has... Weary eyes. Other than that, she's exactly like Emra. They're not all wearing what the painting Emra was wearing, are they? They are not. They're wearing like different outfits. So one of them got a chainmail bikini and got out of there, but there was only one to go around. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, uh. I'm going to look at the eldest one in the eyes and then say, You are their sister? Yes. I think. You are also my sister. I think whatever... No! Demon the made you... try to prey on us. Well, am I trying to prey on you? I don't you? trust you, If hound. I were trying to prey on you, you'd be dead. Not a hound, I'm a wolf. It's much more regal. He's right. Hey, keep it real, though. Uh, if he wanted to... He gotcha. Seven and, and a half feet. Look at this guy. I'm very be large. Polite. I'm ferocious. Look at my claws. We're trying to help you. There's no reason for you to be rude to our friends. I woke up two days ago with no knowledge of who or where I am, except I woke up here and I knew this place was bad, and I hated it. And I'm back to find answers. So it seems we have similar impulses. You want to know where you came from? So do I. Here's what I'm confused about. We had always sort of gone off the assumption that Croth was the one that was making all of these beastmen, which we are trying to stop, for the record. But now you're telling us that Croth has been killed, which means whatever mechanism that Croth was using to create whatever, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's whatever these mantis others, what are they called? The outsiders? The outsiders is on like, is just going all by itself, and we need to shut that down. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you discovered an apparatus similar to this one depicted in the freeze? Elsewhere in the dungeon. No, but this is our first time entering these chambers. The large guardian outside prevented us before, but we finally had to chance it. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you, don't go through that door. There's a big guy in there, and he's still out there, and he's mad. What have you been doing for all these months? We were with Croth for a while. All of us also have vague memories of dwelling with him in the tower, but then we weren't sisters. We were... There was only one of us. Not yeah, to be... The not trauma. To be, yeah, that's hard. You guys really went memories through Memories of a life. previous life. Yes. Um, 
just to be sorry, not to double back, we're all, we're very certain that Croth is dead. Like we saw the body. We watched the rageful sister run him through with her spear. And then he didn't get back up. And he wasn't suspecting it. Yes, and he did not rise. Okay. She was different from you in that she was rageful. She was wrong in the head. Whatever process produced her went wrong. She became very angry. Anger defined her. Well... I'm sure that wherever she is, she's happy, mm. at peace. Yeah, or at she peace. Atta- or she attacked someone, and maybe got maybe in a she's fight. not she's not enraged she, anymore. I can probably she's guarantee wherever she has gone that she is free and happy, and that she yeah. learns free to, for sure that she learns to muffle her rage and. Or she. I'm didn't. sure she no longer feels rage. Or she didn't can learn. You, can you just sure she's out of here? Quite peacefully. Yes, but it won't be safe oh, unless we deal with what's going on in here. You this may will, follow sure. us, you may give us information, but first you must tell me what's wrong with you. Croft said something was wrong with you. The rageful sister was wrong in the head. What's wrong with the three of you? Hold on, sorry, pause. We huddle up. That's like an extremely rude thing to ask. I'm Someone. been alive for 48 hours. I, I have no concept that. of manners. That's totally fine. I just, I, I wish you could phrase it like a little bit more like, what did he say was wrong with you rather than what right. is wrong with you? You may amend my statement, but we I will not do can answer your question. So. Oh, okay. Please do. I am now called youngest sister, and Croth said that I was too pleasant, too happy, too accommodating. It was so so deeply. Youngest sister, I'm just going to do this for you, okay? Your new name is Emmy. Emmy. All right? Yeah. I accept this name. Thank you. Great job. All right, Emmy, you're the youngest sister and you're a sweetie pie. Good for you. Never lose that that spirit. And I am Uh, middle sister, but perhaps you will give me a name. Croth said that yeah. my mind was different. That I was sharper than his love. Oh, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna call you Emily. Man, two for two, this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real smart. Emily mm-hmm. the smart, Emmy the, the kind. Sweetie pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am eldest sister. And I feel nothing. Hmm. How about like, my life is meaningless. What about like I am but a clone of a clone, a copy of a copy. I don't deserve to exist. What? Don't talk about my we, friend that way. We will call you Jess M. Oh, okay. The M. mystery. M. Jessica. M. Okay. Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> no, M is better. I was. M. I now see there was a convention going on. Yeah. Better. Sure. Better. 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 M. The mysterious. M for mysterious. Now, Makes perfect we, sense to me. We can get you out of here, but we must go deeper before we can go back. Um, I, I, I very briefly, I turn to M. I say, M, uh, we watched one of our very close friends get decimated by a very big bolt of sunlight not too long ago in that tower where the original you is trapped. And let me tell you, 
uh, life is arbitrary and no one deserves it more than anyone else. So that baggage you have about not needing to exist, you gotta let that go. Life is random. It's chaos. We're all along for the ride. Okay? At least you got your sisters, you know? Time for bright eyes. I wish I could share your philosophy, but I have only dwelt in this dark place, cowering in its halls from an evil wizard who demanded my obedience. Well, let's, um... I got out of here. Let's let's vent some of that anger, huh? Let's take care of this place. Let's tear it down. I got out of here, and so can you. Grab yourself a piece of art. We know how to find the... machine... The object that made us, but you know how to find the it. way is trapped. Trapped by what? Trapped. They take you to the uh, door at the back of this sort of palace uh, area, mm-hmm. uh, out in the main room, uh, and uh, they say you can get to the apparatus through there. But uh, the room before it is dangerous. Dangerous? How? Traps? Monsters? Beastmen? Um, middle sister I'm sorry Emily Emily pushes open the door uh, and um, let me find the exact description by talking to these guys you have maybe gotten some good intel here Um, so the door that Emily just pushed open is a big wooden door with a sticky sap like substance around the edges Um, and she says look up to the ceiling and she points up to the ceiling in this small chamber and you can see there's a sphincter like opening up there and it's dripping a weird kind of sap I hate this this is bad the far door here the far no we have just kind of explored it found out a little about it there's a similar room on another side of the complex but that way is infested with beastmen so we believe that the far door won't open until this door is shut behind you and then something is released from the ceiling. Uh, huddle up. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Um, Are you just going to talk to each other with us standing can, no, here? You can be in the huddle. Come You're welcome in. to you huddle with us. In. In all of the you want to get in the huddle? M, Emily, and uh, Emmy all Emmy. enter the huddle. All right, listen. Here's what I'm thinking. You said that uh, we were in another part of this uh, this deep, and we were followed by a fox guy. Nice abs, gorgeous, really hot. Um, so and I'm I've, very good looking. Yeah, yeah, very sexy. We were all distracted, but I think that we've got two separate uh, systems working here. We got a beast man system mm. on one side, okay. right? You take you a pod, have a dog scratch it. Now you got a dog guy. You got a beast okay? factor. You get what I'm saying? On. Yeah. But on this side, maybe this is for doing clean people. It's an Emra factory. You know? It's an Emra factory on this side. Oh, sorry. So, By the way, you're, the name of the person from which you are all created is Emra. Hence the M and Yes. That is Emily. our name. Yeah. Sisters, we have discovered our name. Hey, you're welcome. Sure. Uh, here's a picture of you. Uh, you can I have prefer this. to be called now. Eldest Sister. Yeah, that's, and that's honestly calling people by anything other than what they prefer to be called by is insane, so that's what we'll Very call fair. you. Um, Alright, eldest sister. Uh, okay, so Beast Factory, Lady Factory. So in we're on theory. Let's go. In theory. Very 
<laughs> Listen, the, Garmuth, you're so disdain, you're so disdainful of everything that's going on. I'm I, businesslike. I understand. <laughs> yes, I understand, Garmuth. I really like you a lot. Let me be clear. <laughs> um, Who's the fastest of the six of us? Probably me. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, yeah, the seven-foot wolf. Well, hold on. I mean, what's Five the, oh, of us should oh. go to the other end of the room. I will close the door behind me and sprint as fast as I can. You may do your best to barrage whatever comes out of that anus in the ceiling. And I will try to make right. it to you it's as fast as I possibly big can. Beat, right? It's, I think it's going to be another mossy beast behemoth maybe but maybe it's a baby maybe it's just a sweet little what the, baby what are the walls be realistic what are the walls in this room, room made out of the, you're looking into the small room what yeah. do the walls look like mm-hmm. um, they look like they are made of like everything else like a green vegetation thick ropey strands that are so close together they form a solid wall and we have to go into the sphincter room and close the door behind us. In order to open the door on the far side, that's correct. There is a non-zero chance that I can um, move the wall. Ooh. But okay. I still think my I plan is you- simple and set a rune behind you set a rune in between me and the middle of the room I'm not a rune factory I can't I can't do runes all day y'all why not they work great I don't understand I I take so much effort and I can't just do them for forever alright how about this I do one more it's gonna get very dark in here for everyone (laughs) let us enter the room Garmouth you can travel to the other side as swiftly as as one can. And if anything dangerous poops from the ceiling, which it will, <laughs> I you will shoot it, it with an arrow. Yes. You're going to handle it. Yes, I will. Go. Everyone I'm, needs to handle it. I'm, this I'm is going like, to be a group effort where we plan an attack on whatever comes out of that thing. But, but Garmuth is right. First, everyone should get by the other door. Then All five of you to the other door now. Yeah, we do that, and we go through the gross honey, but st- the butt Wait, honey. Wait, did you shut the door you all, came in through? waiting at the far door. Did you shut the no. door you came in through? No. Okay. No, so no, no. One, if, you, if you enter and you all go to the open. far, if you enter and you all go to the far door, nothing happens. But it will. It definitely will. It, like she's like, I don't believe it will open unless we shut the door we came in. Through. Oh wait, who's got a rope? I have a rope. I have a rope and a grappling hook. This is stupid. I have a rope and a Why grappling Why are we having hook? a person close the door? Tie the thing to the door. We're going to be... A- okay, how long is it from my from the front door to the back door? About the front so door we came in. About 30 feet. My rope is 50 feet long. I'm going to attach my grappling hook to the handle <laughs> of the open chairs. door. I'm yeah. going to un... Unroll all of my rope until we get to the final door. 
as everybody's yeah. ready to run as fast uh, as they so can. Here's the, here's the plan. You have the face Maybe. of a parent who made a promise that they never thought they'd have to keep. Listen, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe if there are angels watching from above, from some other world, maybe they'll know what comes out of that hole. But we're never going to know because the second that door closes, <laughs> we're going out that door and then uh-huh. we're closing it. So everyone in this room is making a promise, promise to not know what comes out of that hole. Correct. Okay. Let's You'll do this. You'll run as fast as you possibly can through that open door. Who has their hands on the handle, ready to pull it open as soon as it unlocks? Does it have thorns? Does it have thorns? Uh, it does not have thorns. Okay. Oh, Can I please notice the door. door for traps before we uh, do this thing? The last time we opened some doors for funsies, I lost Rotilda a friend. Got, got, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can. And with Trap Master, you get um, uh, something extra for that. You um, you get an extra door. Yeah. Um, you can re-roll <laughs> any failed saving throw or skill check related to traps or snares. Okay. So let's uh, let's roll let's roll this notice. And it is an eight, and I believe my notice is at a one, so that would be a nine. So all I can tell you is that, uh, what? Uh, which one's the middle one? Emily is correct. There's some kind of like air suction thing going on here, where until you close the door you came in through, this one will not open. Um, but it does not appear to be trapped. Okay. You ready to open the door? I'm ready to yes. never know what comes out of that hole. We are not looking at the anus in the ceiling. Ready? Ugh! And I yank my grappling hook to close, to slam closed the And people aren't looking doors. at what happens? They're just pushing through the other door? Oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for sure. That's right. Um, <laughs> you pull it close. Because- By the way, this is exactly how old school dungeoneering is supposed to work. Very good idea with the grappling hook. You slam it shut. Um, the sphincter in the ceiling opens and green ooze sprays down with like some pressure like and it eats right through your rope smoke comes off your rope as acid rips your rope in twain you now only have 30 feet of rope because 20 feet of it has been torn off by this acid that sprayed down but not one of you had to make any kind of save to not be hit by this you successfully are all able to push through the (laughs) The door on the as far side. As soon as we slammed the door, okay, yeah, guys, smart. it was acid. It was acid. Acid came out of the door. It was acid. It was acid from the ceiling. You looked. It. You said nobody was supposed I to No, but that was just to make sure that no one else dawdled, and I knew that I could do like a quick, just like sort of like quest for knowledge, and then close the door behind oh, me. Man. Fine. You, you have your quest for knowledge. Thanks to you, wolf creature. Yeah, see? Thank His name is Garmouth, by the way. My name is Garmouth. Yeah. Not a beast man. I'm a man who's also a beast. It's an important distinction. What's in this room? It was acid, just as I, Emily, theorized. Um, yes, you could have said uh, something beforehand so if you theorized that. This room is dominated by a huge tree-like structure with man-sized green pods dangling from its branches. No. Man-sized. There is a panel of nodules and appendages off, uh, off to one side of the room. And beside that is a, a a basin filled with loam or soil. And this is we we are gathering that this is this the apparatus. From this the is trees. the um, this is the Emra factory. Look at these things. Oh yeah, 
pull one of those pods, throw it in that dirt over there, and then what do you get? An emra. Just um, call it There out is like a, a door like on a the far potato. side. There's a door on the far side and another basin uh, off over on that side uh, near that door. Why is that basin different? It does look different. It it appears to be like uh, there's something on it. Like uh, just in the weird light that you have here, it looks stained. I want to look at that basin at the stain. You're walking over there? I'm sneaking over there. All right. So um, that basin is stained with what appears to be dried blood. Where was your croth killed? He, uh, he was. We believe that our sister killed him here. Look, uh, and uh, she uses her torch to point to the ground where there was a, a pool of blood, long dried, that you didn't notice before. But uh, something has dragged him away. Perhaps one of the beastmen. Um, I'm kind of illuminate this room. I thought I was already, but if I'm not, I'd like to know. Yeah, you can uh, illuminate the room, and yeah. um, now you can see very clearly a stain on the floor, stain in one of the basins, uh, another basin filled with soil, and the uh, strange tree-like structure with the man-sized pods hanging from it. Okay, so I have a couple of theories. All right. So, one... theories, the delightful. What would you like to do, Garvin? Do I, have, I don't have any ideas. Well, the... Is the blood on the basin the byproduct of sacrificing something to make it work? Does or, it look violent? Yeah. Does it look like it's splattered? Like in... in just, yeah. It looks I, very I, controlled, actually. It looks like it's kind of like in a, in, a, in a big dot. Yeah. So I'm thinking... My other thought was, is the blood accidentally in this basin mix, mixing up all the the magic? Is it messing with it? But now I think it's mm. probably part of the machine, right? Purposeful. Yeah. So do we want to plant this mantis egg in this loam and sort of just like... I think that's a very bad idea. Okay, I just yeah, wanted to say it out loud to just check. Well, to see, this just feels like where it's supposed to go based on what the big pictures showed us. Right. Emra, could it be possible, whichever one of you is Emra, all, all of you, Emra. you're all Emra, is it possible that one of your sisters... This is your blood, and this is what's been making you. I don't know. We've been in this room before, and I can tell you, you shouldn't touch that basin. It okay. will prick you and take a bit of your blood. Uh, well, thank you very much for telling okay. us that. Okay. We've never been able to. Okay. We've never been able to operate this this thing. And she looks up at uh, the tree-like structure. Oh, well, I can tell you why that is. It's because you didn't put the little pod in the other one. You see, you put Perhaps the little pod. You put the pod there, and you put the blood there, and that's how you grow an Emra, or an Emily, or an oldest sister, or an Emmy. How very interesting. Now, I don't know. So I guess this mantis egg was probably used with the blood of another outsider. Mantis. To mm. make one of these guys. Um, there are doors here, right? There are. There's a door on the far side, and in fact, now that you're looking at that door, you see that um, 
that tubes come out of the big tree-like machine and go through the wall over there. Hmm. Hmm. Shall we continue our journey of knowledge and understanding and healing, perhaps? I do believe that should be our next step. We'll keep this room in mind, but I don't see any further use of it at the moment. Yeah, until we come back to put the egg in there and figure out what happens. Yes, but for now, let's go through the door. I, we all agree. You um, push open this door and it's a big... Uh, well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have assumed that you push it open. Do you push it open? Does it have vines for handles? Does it have thorns? It doesn't. It looks exactly like the doors you just came through. Let's push then it yes, open. Yes, I will open it. Um, it is a room exactly like the trapped room you just came out of. The one that tried to pour acid down on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they said you could get to this room from two places. So through that door is Beastmen. And uh-huh. actually, can I can I confirm that that's true? Can I With see if girls? I see a bunch of heat signatures or anything? Uh, you actually, um, you actually see. Um, a very small heat signature moving around at like floor level in the in the in the room that's uh, mm, no past, snakes snakes mice mice snakes something small bad on the floor mm. no can I eat um, it probably can you eat it are you hungry we have oh. rations I'm oh. always hungry you know what we'll find out what's in all of these rooms after the break we're gonna take a short break. <laughs> I was so into playing, I forgot we have to t- have a word for our sponsors. <laughs> we'll be right back and we'll find out what's in every single room in this dungeon with That's the right. time that remains when we come back to the Game Garage on the Glass Cannon Network. And we're back at the Game Garage on the Glass Cannon Network playing Worlds Without Number and our three heroes, Garmouth, <laughs> Jazz, and Corby have been exploring the strange deep in the Edgewood in New Voth and you are deep in the complex now. You've been here for two episodes. Um, here you are in a room with a strange apparatus you think is being used to clone Creatures out in the wood or clone these women, these uh, copies of the barmaid Emra that you've met, and you're looking into another airlock-type room like the one you just passed through that sort of sprays acid on you. Um, that's that's uh, either end of this room has like a Not like it. a room that sprays acid, and those are the only two doors into this room. What would you like to do? Something just occurred to me. If this, if beastmen are currently being cranked out, who is doing it? If this is the machine that does it, unless there's another one on the other side of the place. Everybody make a notice roll. <gasps> I don't know. Six. Uh, six. Seven. Nine. Thank God for you. I got an eight. An eight. Corby, you're the one asking the question, and you're the only one that notices that you can hear something sloshing through those tubes that were reaching into the uh, from the apparatus into the other room. From the room we're looking into currently, right? So it looks like those tubes run through this airlock room as well into the chamber beyond. So we ought to go through this bad airlock room. Well, I, I can do. tell you that it sounds like something is sloshing through those tubes right now. 
And something's um, coming our way. It's coming. Something, yeah. Suddenly, the apparatus behind you mm-hmm. sort of starts to kind of move and undulate. The different, uh, you know, ferns and uh, pods on it start to shake and move. Uh, and one of those pods is slowly lowering toward the floor of the chamber. Um. Okay. Do we want to do we want to let this happen and see who comes yes. to check on it? Absolutely. Okay, let's hide. Okay, then. hide. Okay. Can you- I, I really want what I really want to do is I want to break those pipes. Is that possible? Can I reach them somehow? They're kind of high up on the wall. Are you all hiding right now? I think we should hide and wait to see yeah, who comes okay. to check. And on you want this. the emeralds yeah, to hide with you? Yes. Yeah. Everybody hide. Okay. Everybody roll up. a sneak check. Hell yeah! That's a. That's a six. Eleven. That's an eleven minus one ten. Okay. Um, who got it? Someone got a six, though. It, it hardly matters because the Emras are all arguing with you. No, we don't do. <laughs> and uh, and uh, as you watch, the pod bursts open, and out of it comes a humanoid with you know a really built body, but Kill the it. head of a squirrel. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. I attack it. I attack it. Uh, okay, you attack it before it gets up and gets to do anything? Absolutely. I attack it instantly. Okay, uh, go ahead and just, uh, for the hell of it, make an attack roll. It's it's definitely get, surprised. Like, it just yeah. came to life. Yeah. 17. Oh, plus 4. 20. <laughs> 21. Yeah, you rip it open. You rip it open, Kill it. Kill it. Absolutely, I've killed this thing. Oh, Sorry, you, you have done it. Okay, I, uh, so uh, do you think something it. is going to come check on this, or are they we just can wait and out fi- monsters? We know, can wait and find pretty, out uh, to see if something was coming coming to check on it. But I think this machine just makes monsters. We got go to go through this. This airlock chamber. Go through. I really want to try and destroy those pipes so that it can't make any more monsters. Or, or I may be able there, to help you there. It has to drop pods into this basin thing, right? That's like part of it. Uh, it. Well, it didn't drop them into the basin. The basin nearby has like soil in it, and then there's the one that had the blood in it, but it dropped them to the floor. It like lowers the pod to the floor. Okay. Pods are already ready, and they just take some sort of catalyst from these pipes. If we get to the other room, I'm fairly certain that... I mean, I might be able to do it from here, but I'm... S- Here's the thing with magic. I get so tired after I do it that after I do it, I can't do it again. So I I can probably move this ceiling to break this pipe. But if I do, then I can't do any other magic that we might need after we get to the other side of this room. So let's let's put a pin in the break the pipe plan. Perhaps we can see where the pipes go. And and break destroy them on the other side. More pipes go into other rooms. We need to break the big one. Right. In this okay. room that looks like the airlock version of the acid room, is it exactly the same? There's like stuff on the floor and a sphincter, sphincter on the ceiling. On the ceiling? Um, sorry, there's uh, yes, this room looks identical. Except okay. there's a little a creepy crawly or something on the ground. Can we see if we can see what no, that no, is? No, now? That, that was a heat signature you saw oh. beyond this room. That's in the oh. room we're going into. Yeah, the oh. room beyond the airlock. Oh, uh, it's a squirrel. 
It's a squirrel. Oh, not anymore. It's not. Oh, <laughs> um, I think actually, if you look with your, are you still? Do you still have your heat eyes on? Yeah, turn yeah. your heat on. There, are, there are still, um, there are still small heat signatures ro- moving around in that other room. Just a bunch of fucking animals in this room. We got to deal. With, this is a, this is a bomb waiting to go off. Things You're right. Like broken I weapon th- factory. I have 30 more lengths of rope on my grapple hook. Everybody get to the other side of the yeah. room. All right, come on. The sisters. Same procedure as before? Same yeah, procedure the sisters as before. going to come with us? Are all the sisters going to come? It's, uh, that's up to you. I'm Oh, they them. should come with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, they all come to the far side of the room. <laughs> You grapple. We're, well, actually, you're going to have to tie it off or something this time because your grappling hook was lost back in the other room. Oh, the, you're right. Okay, I'll, yeah. t- I'll just tie it in a knot uh, okay. on the handle of the door. And um, So you only have 30 feet of rope now. You had 50 before. Um, you do it again. Boom, pull. Yeah, you guys can watch if you want down. to this time. It's pretty um, cool. Yeah, uh, everybody goes, yay! Yes! As it uh, eats through <laughs> your Someone rope. sings the Bellagio Fountain song. <laughs> yes, and I think that you only have 10 feet of rope now, but the door okay. does open into this room that these tubes are coming out of. I don't know how these people use this worm. This feels impossible. What, are they just carrying rope around with them everywhere they go? There's probably a switch somewhere that we just didn't oh, notice. I guess if you're not in the middle of the room, it doesn't really matter, right? Cause, like, Perhaps if you're at an edge. Or if you got a you know a clone to close the other door while you open this one, that then just, just kills your clone. Or no, you just the stand prestige the situation. Or perhaps the beings that once dwelt here were immune, we're immune to, the, to acid. the acid. Oh, I hate that. Was that Emily? That sounds like an Emily thing to say. It was. It was me, Emily. I thought it was you, Emily. Emily, so smart. I can't tell your voices apart. It all sounds like the same person. Yeah, yes, but here's how you tell. We if are it's, the same if it's person. happy, you it's are the M. same person. If it's depressing, it's the oldest sister. And if it sounds like someone who's interested in like the goings on of things, that's Emily. It's Emily. All right. Good to know. Starting to keep track of you. Starting this? to feel like feel like we're a weird family here. Yeah. Almost like some sort of wolf. King. Septet? Septet? These, uh, this room is covered in, uh, flowers. Covered in flowers in, uh, and they are in certain, like, spaces along the wall. Like, different types of flowers in different spaces along the wall. Are there Um, any bluebells in a triangle? There, uh, yeah, not in a triangle, but in a different sort of formation. Um, there, it looks like there's, like, 30 different little flower uh, configurations along uh, the walls. And then there are little cubbies along the uh, floor um, at floor height underneath where the flowers are. Oh, what's in those cubbies? The tubes come out of like, okay, yeah. In those cubbies are um, thorny geometrical little balls. Oh, You've seen these before. Yeah, these guys go out into the forest. They roll around. They and get they blood from animals. Something. They bring it back here. They put that blood in the basin. Okay, so we okay. pump into the tube, into the pod. Beast Man. goes the pod. Beast Man. Where do the tubes? And as you're watching, one of those little things like rolls in from somewhere outside. You're Stop not it. quite sure where it came from. Nope. Crush, it rolls crush, in. Crush, 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 Are you crush, crush, crush. Yes. Yeah. Nope. No. Yeah. Give me well, an attack where's, roll. It, where's it rolling to? Where's it rolling to? It's rolling toward it's the cubby holes on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Crush it. Crush it instantly. Kill that thing. 
recognize that. I rolled a 20. I rolled a four. <laughs> Jazz, you throw <laughs> you throw something at it and you miss. <laughs> but luckily, Garmouth is there to just rip it to shreds. Uh-huh. I just step on it with my claw feet. Hot blood explodes from the little sack in its center. Uh, I'm going to okay. sniff the blood, and with my wolfy senses, I want to see if I can tell what blood it is. Oh, uh, very interesting. Um, let's see. It is uh, hedgehog blood. It's hedgehog blood. It's hedgehog blood. Okay, Everyone. so there's there's 30 little slots for these things to roll in out of the forest and, and lock into. That's right. Yes. And some of them are filled right now, and some of them are empty. And that is the only sort of mechanism in this. There's like pipes sticking up from all of them into the ceiling. Yes, and then the pipes kind of wind together and they form uh, like, you know, tubes that lead over into the, you know, the other room that you were in. Oh, great. They all wind up, they all wind together in in one sort of big area. Yeah, into one kind of clump of cable that leads into the other area. Okay. So we could destroy that and it would... Stop the process of making beast men, but you'd be done doing magic for the rest of the day. The rest of my life, I'm pretty sure. Um, but in this, <laughs> the rest of your life. In this room, if this room is the only thing that does that, then yes. That is the only machinery we see in here, though, so I'm not sure what else to do, how to how to break this thing down. Can we can I can I peek into one of the little vine balls that's already in a cubby? Is its blood sack already gone? Uh, right. So you peek at one, and it looks like its blood sack is empty, right? It's, like, all mm. shriveled. It's like a balloon with no air in it. Okay. These things... So what's making these... I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? If we can break this pipe, then these things can roll around and keep pricking things to their life's content. Nothing's going to happen. it doesn't happen. matter. I would not What's like what? to have more of these things rolling around because they deeply suck. Again, one of them touched me one time, and I lost, and a, lost. Fifth, a fifth of my entire mm. life. Yeah. Um... But I think Perhaps. we have. Hello, it's me, Emily. I, th- I knew it was you, Emily. What's up? Emily, you sound so intelligent. I have vague memories of Croft uh, manipulating the apparatus in the other room. Perhaps he's turned something on, and if we manipulate that tree in the other room, we can turn it off. There was a wall full of panels and appendages. And appendages. We need to go to the wall full of panels and appendages. Does that mean we gotta go... Or you could just pop this pipe, as uh, yeah, Corby I mean, is saying. On the one or a hand, third thing. Could we turn it off? Sure. Do we know how to do that? No. If we turn it off, can it be turned back on? Yes. Yes. If we break it, can it be fixed? Maybe not. Probably not. I just worry about you losing all of your... Magic. I'll be fine. I'm super powerful in other ways. Like, I got great ideas. I got this <laughs> mantis pod. You uh, do have uh, good ideas. You have good, and you're an excellent teammate, I have to say. Exactly. I've been knowing you very long. I'm a little bit curious to know what comes out of this pod. No. no uh, we know what comes out of the pod. It's, it's a mantis. a mantis statue. A mantis guy. A mantis comes out of the statue. And that, I mean... They ruled this forest. Like, maybe they're super intelligent. Oh, man. What if, They ruled this forest. Evil creatures from outer space ruled this forest. We don't know they're evil. Oh, we definitely know they're evil. Outsiders are evil. They hate humans by definition. 
Oh yeah, I think you're right actually I am. Okay, yeah. let's try to turn this machine Well, hold on, are we going to have to go back to this acid room again? Right. Do we have to go back go. through the acid room? You do, and you now only have ten feet of rope when, it, when the acid sprays down Does it spray like over the door? No, it doesn't spray the doors That's why you were able to kind of stand on one side of the room and. But like, even where the door is closed so um, could I close the door and wait for the acid to stop and then pass through? Oh, you mean uh, you mean stay I think I'm I think I understand you. Stay where you are closing the door. Oh, yeah. Um yes, you could. Now that we've observed it, we've seen it. We see right. where it is. Yeah, you could. <sighs> Guys, I don't know, man. Do you feel like we should maybe ask one of these cameras to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's one of them that doesn't like, want to live anyway. Right, right, right. Like M, she just like call me eldest sister. And, and what is the role of an eldest sister but to protect her younger siblings? So I, I say, mean, you I know, mean, I'm yeah. convinced. Why don't we go to the other side and we let uh, M close the door? And if she so chooses, she can follow it. You know, after the acid drops, are we gonna have to walk through acid, or is the acid gone now from no, the no. last time it came down? The acid is all over the floor, slowly draining. Oh, it drains. Oh, okay. Yeah, it drains. So by the time okay. we go across, it should be gone, and then she'll just have to wait in the room until the acid drains again to come out. We're going to come back here anyway. anyway. You We're guys are discussing it for a while when <laughs> one of those balls rolls up to you and attacks you. God. It rolls in from somewhere outside, rolls up to, let's see which one of you, rolls up to Garmouth <sighs> and attacks. It's sort of a surprise because you were busy talking. Garmouth, what's your AC? What did you roll? <laughs> it's a 13. Uh, it, it hit you with a 13. It pricks you for uh, one damage, and then starts rolling over to one of the cubbies in the wall. Absolutely not. Okay. I'm going to attack um, it. Roll, roll initiative, because that was sort of a surprise attack it got. Seven. And it rolled an eight. So it rolls on its turn and goes into one of the cubbies. And you watch as the little balloon of blood shrinks. And no. fluid goes up into uh, the pipes in the building. I'd like to go first. <laughs> okay, your turn. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I would like to rip. I would like the ceiling to. Well, I guess I have to ask if I can do this. I have a spell. Mm-hmm. The, my my of my four spells that I have and can use one called um, elemental favor, where you get to ask non sentient like earth, fire, air, whatever. Does that work on what these walls are made of? Well, these uh, walls are not earth; they are not air. They are not fire, and they are not water. They are a living vegetation. Okay. Plants are mostly water. I was going to say they got water in them. Plants have water in them. That's the whole swamp bending art. That's a very interesting point. That's great. I say, well, it's a shame these aren't earth, and someone (laughs) says these are water, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) great, yeah, thank you. That's smart. Um, I would like to use that to have these vines that have grown together to be a wall basically go around this pipe and just like like cinch it done to the point where the pipe snaps 
Okay, uh, the pipe itself is made out of vegetation. Uh, so you're oh, then, just yeah, I'm just closing it. I'm just closing it. it. Just ripping okay. it apart. Yeah. Are you casting it now? I'm casting it now. Um, you <laughs> cinch the pipe. Uh, and uh, the, the the blood that was going up from that little drone uh, hits where you've cinched it because you did it so quickly. Uh, and it, it uh, stop before it reaches the machine. But after you have cinched this pipe, you notice that uh, along both directions, it starts to get kind of brown. And oh. cracks start to open in it. Yeah, like, guys, this the, is going to blow up pretty quick. That brown kind of coloration is is sort of spreading toward the room with the apparatus. Let's go. Let's leave. The other way. The other direction. If it destroys the apparatus, good. There are, egg, there are exit. There is uh, the uh, the airlock kind of room that sprays the acid, but there is an, uh, uh, apparently another exit on the south wall of this room. Oh. Yeah. Emily? Let's, let's exit. Emily, do you know where this door goes? I'm afraid it may go into the areas the beastmen inhabit. So back to the acid room, definitely, right? That room's going to... Ex- the room with the apparatus is going to explode. And I want to see what happens when it does. <sighs> All right, run! <laughs> okay, are you going to go through the acid room? You know where it's probably a good place to be right now. Is the acid room. Why? We just wait there until whatever's going on in there is done. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait till we hear the boom. And then we cross. All right, I'm we, in. All right, we, so we everybody's running into the acid, into the room, acid, acid room. We do not close the door. You do not shut the door. Do okay, and you're waiting way. in here, right? We're just chilling out. Okay, um, so uh, you wait, and uh, boy, you, you know, your actions have been unanticipated by me. Uh, this is an interesting tactic. So you're waiting in there with all the emras, uh, and soon you hear ah! and thunk, 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 thunk against the door uh, leading into the room with the apparatus. Oh. Ah! Okay. Um, ah! Oh, this actually could be good for us. I would, I would, Does it I sound would, human? Would. It sounds It sounds maybe beast man, maybe human. It's hard to tell through the thick door. Okay, 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 okay. Can we enter the sphincter room? You're in it right now. We're in, right, it. We're in there, right? If we close the door behind us and this thing opens that door... Acid comes down on this get, thing. It won't yeah. get acid bath? Uh, correct. If I it runs in, yeah. If it runs in, yes. I say, so everybody, I say listen. everybody press yourself Everyone against our wall. Close the door, baby. Back up against the wall. Back up against the wall. So okay. you guys are, you guys are um, in the room with the drones that, that took the blood samples. You're yes. all up against that door? Yes. Mm. And that door is open right now or shut? It is I thought open we were right in. now. I'm I thought about we were to in. close it. So when they come we in, in right, so when they come in, you'll you'll activate the trap is basically what yes, you're saying. but we're still in the trap. Well, they, can't, they can't come in until we close the door. These That's doors are going to open one at a time. You so got it. The second we open this. Close. We close this door and that door opens. That would set off the trap. Yeah. And we're staying in the trap room to watch Correct. this happen. Correct. This is so funny. So the chain of uh, cause and effect here has to be carefully trapped. So right now, the door is open out into what we're going to call the sample room. The room the where sample they took room. samples. Okay? Yes. The room where it's sample. 
if you shut that door, the door into the apparatus room, or let's call it the cloning room, is unlocked. Cloning room. Will be unlocked and they'll be able to come in. But the trap actually won't go off until they shut that door behind them, right? Oh. They're nuts. They're never going to shut that door. They're never going to shut that door. But right now, they just can't get in. Because our door is. That's right. They just can't get in. Help me! It's human. Yeah, but it's not good. We gotta kill it. Okay, I would like to go into the sphincter room. Yeah. The acid room. The room yeah. where the should drop. I think, I think you gotta, you gotta lurk in the corner. I'm gonna close this door. They'll open the door. They probably won't close it behind them, but you can they probably come. won't. Okay. Okay. I'm, gonna okay. Ready okay. My, I'm gonna ready my bow. I'm gonna ready gonna my claws. Yes. On either and side of the door. Yes. And as long as we don't close that door, no acid should drop. Correct. So we're gonna go in and close our door so they can open that door. Correct. Colby, yeah. So so Jazz and I are set on either side of the cloning room door. Colby, close our door. All right. I do. Are the Emmers going to stay in here? I didn't. Uh, They're going to stay out in the sample room. Okay, Whatever they can stay like. in the sample room. Okay. So you're going to close the door and let these guys in. Mm-hmm. Okay. You close the door. The other door immediately flies open in stumble, uh, they are uh, they are skinless. They? Uh, yes, there are four of them. They are dripping with weird vegetable pus, and they are missing eyes, oh, and they're missing up. limbs. Uh, they are unfinished clones, and they are angry and wrathful let as they stumble and screaming and <laughs> yeah, gnashing yeah. their teeth. And they Power are all him. going toward Corby. Uh, they are all going toward Corby, and now we now must roll initiative, though. Unless did you guys have a trap set, were you about to do something the well, second I was they come through? To, I was about to scream when they get to the middle of the room. Close the door. Right. Okay. I think that because you set up that trap carefully, I have to respect that. So uh, if that doesn't work, or if something's still left to do after that, that's when we'll roll initiative. Okay. Okay. So they they immediately uh, there's no reason they wouldn't rush for Corby. Yeah. They get into the center of the room. And Corby. I slam the door behind them. You slam the door behind them. The sphincter immediately sprays acid down on them. And it does. Are they immune? Please don't say they're immune. <laughs> All clones are immune to acid. Well, let's just see. Acid covered. Guys, I, right. have a, I have a plan. It does okay. three damage to all four of them. That's great. Okay. Do I have a second? Uh, no, now we have to roll initiative. Oh, okay. Six. And they rolled two. You get. You guys get to go first. Great. Let's I go. open the door, and then I close the door again. <laughs> <laughs> Acid sprays down again. Yes, oh, yes the genius. He's we more than just system. spells, baby. Oh, he's still useful. Yes. Um, you just did four ideas. damage to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> they each had seven HP all I... together. Okay. I mean, you spray them work, with acid I and you watch as they dissolve. The door me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all get one turn to open and close the door. 
Um, uh, one of them looks like an old man. Uh, and as he dissolves, he goes, and a bit of purple energy sort of glows from its fingers, but then the acid, uh, you know, makes his fingers drip off in a, in a pool of blood and oh, bile, no. and then he collapses to the it ground. melted a magic man before I could ask him how magic works, and I that just don't know. That was Croft, my love. We don't uh, want to know how his magic works. Oh, you're right. Don't worry. So, um, your, your magic is perfect, Wade. Thank you. I don't think I can do it again today. That's all right. You, you're still very good at other things. You have great ideas. Uh, brilliant. Brilliantly done. Uh, and so... You, uh, there's a big pool of acid that's slowly draining and a pile of like entrails and skin and uh, bones that used to be these unfinished clones. Where do we go from here? Have we explored every single room in this place? No, there's so many more rooms. There's no. a horrible bee room. There's those two tunnels on the other side I of it. I totally forgot about the horrible bee room. The bee room. There's this one that's the got tunnels the off the tree. flower doors. Oh, yeah, there's a lot in there. All I right, think well. that this particular um, beast man crisis might be behind us. Well, you've definitely... It, it appears that you've broken the machine that's making clones. Let's go in the Beastman room. Oh, well, no, they're still alive. Well, I would say let's go back in this tree back room way we and can. see what else is going on here. Okay, back where we came. So you go back through there. Um, the oh, acid. I, tell the, I tell the Emeras what we're doing. Like, you know how to deal to with this with acid us. room, right? Yeah, they all. They, everybody can deal with the acid room. And right. now you go back into the clone room, and you see that the that basically the tree released all of its pods, and they all mm. popped open on the floor. And some of them were Croft the Defiler. Some of them were Croft. Sneaky fuck. He might still be alive in here somewhere. I bet he is. I want oh, to yeah, kill that's him. What I, that's what I do. If he cloned himself one clones. time, he definitely cloned himself more than one time. Oh, Are yeah. you sure? We definitely saw the spear go all the way through his neck. Yeah, but You saw like... the spear go through all of one of his necks. Right. It might be another one of him. Yeah, you don't even know if the one that you were dealing with was the first one. That's a very good point. Oh, man. And then uh, the depressed one says, Nothing is real. Everything is like a dream. A nightmare. You three need to get out of here and go live life in here. Yeah, this place is bad for you. You have a sister out there with a horse. Yeah. And if she saw you, I'm sure she would love you. She's been living in society for months. And there's a town nearby that definitely needs a bartender because one of them just quit and rode away. You don't even have to stay together if you don't, but you have family on the outside. There's something Come, sisters, to live for. Let us explore for a way out of this place. No, no, no. The we'll curse show you has how been to get lifted. No. It's, it's still, I cannot stress this enough, so dangerous in here. So, it's like, I can draw you a map on it. out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, you have to stay with you, us. You can't you don't go. Want to see that guy. Out. Yeah. He's very big. Very well, we'll stay. Okay. There's, is thought. there another way out of this room? Um, out of the clone room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, there's just those two airlocks. The ones so that the, the acid rooms. Two air it's acid rooms. either forward or back to the Moss Guardian? 
You, you can know, go. Are, you can so between. so from here. Uh, just to remind you. So the, yeah. there's there's two acid rooms on either side of this cloning room. We love yeah. right. Yeah. And then there's the sample room, which had an exit out of it that you haven't taken. That was um, probably the Beast Man land. That they said led to the part of the complex that's run by the Beastmen. Sure. Or you could go uh, out, you know, out the original airlock you came through back into that room where you met the Emrys. Back into that sort of place that had all the rooms with the weird art objects in them. Oh, in oh, the rooms. Right. And the, right. Where we sprung the trap on the Emrys. Right. Yeah, that we didn't explore. Valuable stuff that we did not take. We didn't one explore front, any of the, the rooms. Bed. Two on each side. Maybe one of those rooms had another exit or... Or another place to explore. I think that's the way to go. Uh, All right. Particularly because um, we didn't get to explore it. That's where they were exploring, too. So now that we've broken one of these big, horrible machines, we can explore in peace. I'm sure there's no more bad things in this deep. No more bad things can happen to us. There can't be, right? Mm, There just simply can't be. Um, Okay. The last time um, I let my guard down emotionally... Rotilda died. Yeah, I was on the fifth floor. We'd done four successful floors. Yeah. We yeah. have not forgotten. As we shouldn't. So, um... Make our you, memory live on. You enter back into the room that we're going to call the palace, uh, because it has all the, you know, valuable things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um... You can explore it as you will. Um, the uh, you come back. Th- I'm going to say that the acid rooms are no problem for you now. You've rigged a way to get around that trap, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, you enter and there are uh, there are five doors here. Other than and one of them leads out to the hall with the giant rampaging Hulk. We don't go through that door. Not going that way. Not that door. And we did one of them that had all the. The expensive wooden objects. Yep, mm-hmm. I want those. I'm taking all those. You may yeah. have them. Money means nothing to so, me. Um, me neither. They're just very pretty. If you take one, they're very large. If you take one object, your speed goes down to 20 feet. If you take two objects, your speed goes down to 15 feet. They're too heavy. I leave them all here. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice, Fair my enough. friend. Fair enough. Weren't you telling me that the last time you decided to take loot was the same time your friend died? Well, we your have a bunch of big books Wonderful, that we incredible left. friend. Yeah. yeah we have sure. a bunch of books that we still haven't read that we left in the tavern for later. Oh, can- let's go and read some books. And we can't read them because we don't speak the language they're written in, but we bet oh, someone right. does. Perhaps. But in the meantime, let us explore. Something for another time, another adventure. So um, you look through these rooms, other than the one that leads out into the Great Hall with the Hulk, and they are all just filled with these art objects. There's enough where, I mean, you could make a fortune if you could find a marketplace to sell these in. If you, For example, if you took them to Clarum uh, in Nuvoth, you think that you could make something like a thousand silver. That's what's up. But well, perhaps heavy. when all of the ruckus dies down, we can come back and raid this palace for all it's worth. It's probably a good idea to just review the status of the entire deep and your adventure, uh, because we've come to close to the end of our episode, but we can go on for a while. But uh, it looks like you have stopped the cloning apparatus from operating anymore, which is a huge boon to... You know, the forest and the, the silk farm and everything. In fact, I will go ahead now and give you each three XP for doing that. 
Wow, that's one XP shy of the XP we need to but be But there is three. still a threat, right? There are still living beastmen somewhere out there. So you can and decide. Croth. And perhaps Croth. And perhaps Croth, yes. Uh, there are, you know, the complex still has threats in it. Um, so there is no wrong answer. You can just continue to explore. That's absolutely fine. But I just thought it would be good to review what we have done and uh, before we decide our next step. I'm all for exploring, but my exploration has a purpose. I want to find Croft, my maker, and kill him. Yeah, that's sort of where I'm at, too. Agreed. So what say you we venture deeper into the deep? into where the beastmen may be. Mm-hmm. I would assume if there is a Croth that he's probably hiding on the other side of those beastmen. I would be hiding from beastmen if I was Croth. You, would you hide from beastmen or would you hide within beastmen because I you control he, them? I don't think he's found a way to control these things. They're busting out. They're going wild all over the forest. Mm. They're eating silkworm stuff. It's a good point. Also, if the... If, I think we're probably dealing with a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone situation here. Mm, so Croth might not be as, as sort of, sharp as he once was. That would be my bet. And we're not going in that room with that Hulk again. Hey, we gotta we're find not. another way out. So we, have two, we only have two options, right? We can't go palace, out the way we came in. If this palace does not have another exit or option, <laughs> then our, our only options are the room with the Hulk behind us or the... Right. the Portal into the land of the beastmen. Guess it's time to kill some beastmen. Let's go kill some beastmen. There is no option in my mind. There is no beastman that scares me except for the one within my heart. So you retrace your steps back through the the acid rooms, back through the clone room, back into the sample room, and there is an exit out of the sample room leading to the south. Now I am fully looking for heat signatures at all times from now on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. Looking through this south uh, corridor right now, uh, and you know you are limited somewhat by distance with your heat signatures. I think like thirty. Right now, feet, you are yeah. reading at least one human-sized heat signature. If right, you follow this corridor south, let's see. We, we got we got a beastman right there. Can we get the jump on him? All right, let's sneak. Or or can I just sneak? Or like me and Jazz. Me and Jazz are good at sneaking. Jazz is very good at sneaking. He's a little assassin. I'm an expert in sneaking. Both of you freaking sneak it up. I'll stay back here and not make loud noises with my big armor. You you go sneak. My sneak is insane. I roll 3d6 and then I drop the lowest one. You're still in the sample. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, your sneak is excellent, uh, uh, Garmouth. The Emeras, by the way, uh, tell you they found an exit out of the sample room out into the forest. Oh, there is a tiny hole on one wall down near the floor that leads out into the forest. Well, well out into the f- croth would not be out in the forest. Well, here's the thing. No, but you we three may leave now. You could if you want to. And if you sisters. do, can we give them vague directions to the town? Yeah. And vague directions <laughs> of like where where Emra on Very Leonard vague. headed. And hope that they meet each other in in somewhere in life out there. Here's what I'm worried about. They're going to show back up at this town where everyone was already like, you're a witch. Now I want you to picture what happens when three identical versions of that person Mm. walk into this town. 
You three have survived in this forest deep for a long time. You seem actually pretty competent Competent. and good at stuff. I'm going to suggest... Avoid that town like the plague. Avoid that town. And two of you need to have a haircut. So that you need to not tell people that you're the same person. That's going to go over badly. They're all nodding in unison as they listen to you. Okay, great. We have something called triplets. That's what you are. You're not sisters, you're triplets. You're triplets. And here's actually this picture of you. This is yours. That's your mother. And she's a warrior. And um, you take it from there. That's sort of all I've got. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. for throw your some help. braids in, maybe. Someone throw a couple braids in. Maybe someone gets bangs. Yeah, someone gets you know? bangs. Someone does someone like one of those bangs. cool Ooh, I would love shave bangs. Like, yeah, I a little tell undercut. You. And an Emmy, undercut. Want, Emmy, do bangs and an undercut. Emmy, <laughs> for good. sure. So find, find Emra, find Leonard, find your family. We're Escape gonna go, this place. We're going to go kill... Uh, we're going to Beast Manland. We're going to kill yeah. Father. Thank you, heroes. You, oh, okay. Hey. You are uh, heroes. We're, we're just, well, no, we're the Wolf King Jazz Trio. You have but, released uh, us from this curse. Mm. And they um, they exit through, they have, to, they have to crawl on all fours to go through the little hole that the small drone things go through. Mm. And they crawl out into the forest. And now, and they're going to avoid the town, as you said. And now you are looking down the corridor toward that one heat signature, but because you've talked to the Emrys for a while, it is now two heat signatures. Okay. Guys, there's two. There's two of them now. All right, Jazz, sneak with me. Um, that's a nine. That nope, that's a, a ten. Eight. It is a nine for me. Let's see how these things are doing, notice wise. You're two good rolls. I'm gonna roll for each of them, as you should. All right, so. Uh, who's going, who's kind of, are you guys, uh, shoulder to shoulder in lockstep or one, is one of you going first? Um, uh, if it looks like there are heat signatures on a left and a right, like one of us should be on the left and one should be on the right. Like we're taking Who's on the left each. and who's on the right? I am, uh, okay. So Garmouth is on my right. So I am to the left of Garmouth. Yeah. Okay. Um, you come up and you see uh, two, uh, you really hear because it's very dark in this direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you hear like and like like uh, beast men sort of uh, <laughs> talking to each other and you can see uh, you can feel more than you even see two kind of shadowy shapes ahead of you in the dark uh, and um, you uh, may now make an execution attack Jazz, meaning you just roll your uh, weapon skill, uh, which I think for you would be shoot. And if it's successful, you immediately murder the one on the left. That would be a nine. And you're a an nine. Ex- you're an expert. You can also re-roll once per scene, which I don't think you have done so No, far. it's got to be a non-combat Oh, right, 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 right. Thing. And it doesn't matter anyway, because nine is successful. So, uh, or you throw a blade, is that what happens, Jazz? I mean, it doesn't matter. I can do any of those things. It's like, I can do a ranged attack, or it doesn't what do you have choose to be a blade. To do? I can shoot. Well, I what can was shoot. it? What was it? Oh, um... I'm going to throw that dagger. Yeah. You throw a dagger, and it's so dark, but you hear thunk 
However, right beside you at exactly the same time, Garmouth, you're approaching the beast on the right. And as you get a little bit close, uh, don't bother sneaking anymore, Garmouth, because the thing turns around and begins to fight with you. Uh, All right. It it did very well in its notice roll. Roll uh, initiative. Four. Four as well. Roll again. Five. Seven. It gets to attack first. Son of a bitch. Horrible thing with a big flopping tail uh, (laughs) tries to rip into you. Hot. Abs. Not hot. This one's horrible. And it rolls a four on its attack. (laughs) And it misses you. Yeah, that does not hit. It's your turn, and in fact, it's your entire team's turn. So I think, Corby, you definitely hear combat going on down the hall. Jazz, you're right there beside her, so you see what's happened. Uh, What would you guys like to do? Let's uh, start with whoever you like. Um, I was going to just slash at him, but my attack roll was too low. But since I am... So I'm an adventurer, which is part expert, part warrior, right? Right. Does that mean I still get that... The that warrior, warrior class ability. Guess what? You don't. Your partial warrior it. just gives you the better hit points and the better attack bonus. Okay. All right. Then my attack bonus. Uh, with my attack bonus, my attack was seven. Seven is not enough to hit this creature. Um, so its claws and chattering like <sighs> buck teeth, like uh, blunt your claws. Uh, and uh, that does not do it. Jazz or Corby, what would you like to do? I look at Jazz and I'm like, let me take a shot. Uh, it's right. How how close is it? Is it it's like, like right, right, right near this? you? You killed the buddy that it was talking to. Ah! Music starts to reverberate <laughs> through the halls. Uh, no, uh, it, it's right there, Jazz. All right, so I'm going to uh, stab. With my, uh, I, you know, I have throwing knives, but I also have a dagger. And uh, I will stab with the dagger. Okay. okay Give me so an attack me... roll. Do, 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 do. 11 plus. I always do this, right? It's 11 plus 2, so it's 13. Correct? That is a hit. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And then 1d6 for damage. Uh, a dagger actually does less. I think it does 1d4 plus strength, your strength modifier. Eight. Eight. Okay. D4. What's the strength plus the strength modifier? Is nothing, Eddie. <laughs> All right, let's see. Two. Two. Okay. You definitely stab it. You hear it hiss at you. It's now aware that Jazz is there, too. Um, and now we come to Corby. Corby, would you like to do anything? You can definitely hear a struggle going on down the hall. Um, and it's dark yeah. down there because you're you're not with them. Your eyes aren't illuminating the area. Sure. I can see the hidden signatures, though, right? So I can yes. probably watch what was happening. I want to get up in that squirrel's line of sight and sort of, like, you know how when someone like shines a light in your eyes when mm-hmm. it has been pitch black? <laughs> that's that's the move here. They're facing away from me, but I'm behind them. So I just want to be like, 
Yes. I will like strobe this flashlight eyes. Yes. Flashlight eyes. Strobing. Oh, Corby. It will, uh, so it, you do that, and then it's its turn. It is going to squeal, and I'm going to say that's such smart play that it does not attack again this turn, but it squeals very loudly, and I can tell you that you hear other sounds coming from farther down the hall. Okay. Ugh. Uh, which hall? Uh, there's only one. The one leading south out of the sample room down into whatever area these beastmen are coming out of. Okay, well, time for... Time for... One rune for the road, baby. <laughs> it is your side's turn now. I said that you kind of stunned him for a turn with those flashlight eyes, so it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack. I I I believe. Come on. Eight. Eight is Which not enough to hit not this hit. squirrel creature. <laughs> Who's All next? Right. I'm gonna, Jazz is gonna attack. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna point blank arrow this thing. Mm. I mean, just like yeah, that's right. Okay, Uh, actually, Jazz, I'm gonna be a little bit persnickety here and say you had a dagger out before, and you you know, and to switch to your bow would take an action to kind of put you know put the daggers away or throw them down Mm. and pull the bow. Stab him again. Okay, I'll stab him. I'll stab him. Okay, I'll stab him. 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 You get a choice of what you add to it. Is it only strength? I believe it's a melee weapon, so it d- does strength uh, bonus damage. I and now, if you really throw it, if you throw it, it does dexterity, right? Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, here we go. That is, oh man, that's a nine. A nine is oh, not wait, enough plus to two. plus right? two is eleven. Still not enough to yeah. hit this thing. Dang. Dang. Uh, Corby, it's up to you, my friend. <laughs> The choice is up to you, my friend. Um, can I see the ones coming? Yeah, you look down the hall. <laughs> uh, actually, your eyes can kind of illuminate, and you're looking into a twisted maze of burrows branching off of a common courtyard, and out of the burrows and through that courtyard are coming four heat signatures. Okay. is Are they together, or are they... They're kind of together. They have to kind of get into one clump to kind of come up this hallway. And that's great. So at the sort of narrowest part of the hallway or whatever, I would like to ruin a candle and sort of just like put it there and then run back to the current fray. Okay, you do that. Um, And now it is uh, the enemy's turn. turn. We'll start with the squirrel and then we'll find out what happens to the others. The squirrel is going to turn on Jazz and attack him. And it rolls a three. Yes. Does not hit Jazz. Yes. Um, and, My turn. Uh, well, now we have to. Now we have to see what happens to these uh, these creatures and that are running down the hallway. I My think, dog instincts are going off because I desperately want to kill this squirrel. <laughs> um, these creatures do not notice the candle. They step right on it. How much damage is done? Ten. What kind of explosion was this? It's fire, baby. Yeah. Boom! This big ball of fire goes up in the hallway. Um, now uh, parts of the hall are actually kind of burning. They've been they've caught fire, um, and now it is your turn, Garmouth. Finally, come on, please. 
Oh, hell yeah, 23. That is a hit. Does 23 ah. hit the squirrel? Yeah. It does. Okay, 1d8. 8 plus 2, 10. You ten. rip the squirrel, like a good dog, you rip the squirrel apart. <laughs> Actually, I take him by the neck and I go. <laughs> shake him to death. Yeah. yeah. You, you shake him like, like a, a squirrel that you caught. Um, I caught him know. really good in the backyard. Ooh. Blood and guts drop uh, from its body onto the floor, steaming hot. Um, and everything is quiet. And dark. And because, dark. Because that is the end of, of my effort. Uh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah. Can I take a. Does anyone have a torch? I have a torch. You can I, be our torch bearer. Can you hand it to me, please? And I try yes. to light it based on one of like the smoldering leaves or whatever. Yeah. Oh, patches hallway. of fur. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, you light it and you notice that this could be bad. Like the fire seems to be, you know, really catching. I think it's fine. This whole thing is built of vines. Vines got water in it. Water doesn't Let's- burn. No. But we should probably keep moving. Let's walk quickly. And if we set fire to this whole structure, honestly, Good. fine. For the better. Uh, we should keep moving. I'd like to know that Croth is dead first before I burn this place down. Very so good. We're going to walk quickly down the southward corridor. You end up in the courtyard I mentioned. It's surrounded by ten different burrows that branch off from it. In the center of the courtyard is an enormous plant like many rooms you've been in, but this one looks like an enormous Venus flytrap, and there is heat coming off of it. Yeah, I set it on fire. You set it on fire? I'm trying With to set torch. it on fire, yeah. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, okay. You walk up to set it on fire, uh, and it immediately, the second your torch hits it, it immediately snaps at you, and you must make an evasion save. Corbin. I'm really good at those, don't worry. Remember oh, that you want to get above, that. equal to or above your save score. That's 16 minus your level minus your... Modifier, dexterity. Intelligence modifier. Or so intelligence modifier. So that's 16 minus 2, two minus 1. So, so i got to get above a, a 13 on a d20, yes? That's right. Right. <laughs> that's a 10. Uh, that's not enough. Uh, Corby... You um, are immediately snapped up and swallowed by the thing. No and, way. Uh, as you are sloshing around in here, you realize there's another body in here with you. Is it light? Can I see from the torch? You can't see. In fact, your torch is immediately doused and everything goes into darkness. And you can feel the, like, the juices in here kind of eating away at your body. But there is someone in here with you. And uh, as you are uh, swallowed up and uh, pushed against this body, that uh, being goes... Oh, I take out my hammer and I hit the sound wherever the sound is coming from. <laughs> Hit it in the head. <laughs> well, can you make a physical save to see if you can even uh, prevent this these juices from making you kind of fall to sleep? Okay. Or into that? like a stupor. Okay. That's 16 minus level minus strength, which is uh, 13 again. 
That's a critical success. A critical <gasps> success? But now can I can I recall? I don't actually. I think actually what I want to try to do is pry my way out. Or is that just to is that just to like survive juices? Is what you that can, save you was? Can, well, that's okay. A critical success makes me think you could pry your way out. Would you like to try to pry your way out? Yeah, and on the off chance that this is like a real good guy. Yeah, <laughs> inside so this Venus flytrap. You um, pu- you know, you pull the flytrap open as Jazz and Garmouth watch, and it, the thing like vomits. The flytrap like vomits, and you and uh, a person in rags are uh, belched forth, and the person in rags slides across the floor toward Jazz and Garmouth, as, as you like- do too. Yeah, I want to, like, drag both of their bodies out of range of the flight trap. I come out, I'm like... Uh, Are, you flower, Are you hurt? Gross flower. Yes. <laughs> bad flower. I'm dead. I think you, I died. You died. <laughs> You're not dead. As you drag, as you drag their bodies... The one that is not Corby suddenly flips over, and you're looking into the face of a bald old man who goes, <laughs> and then uh, his uh, fingers start to glow with purple fire. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just as soon as I uh, possibly can, I'm gonna slice this fucker open. I'm, I'm well, let's make initiative rolls because whoever I've gets back first, it'll be important. <laughs> Hey, expert, who with the ability to reroll any non... Does that not apply to initiative? I don't think it applies to initiative. No, it's a skill roll. It's any oh. non-combat skill. How'd you do? I got Mary a two. Lou. I got a one. Can we, do oh. two? Can we use the two? It's really just between Garmouth and this guy, because Garmouth is the oh. one that grabbed the bodies, okay? <sighs> but uh, you will go on her turn, Jazz, and you will go on her turn, Corby. Um, this guy rolled a two, so uh, he gets to go bitch. first. Purple fire blasts from his fingertips into Garmouth, doing ah. a D8 of damage. Here it goes. Garmouth, you take three damage. Okay, fine. And now everybody on your side may go. Fucking rip this guy apart. I want to rip this guy apart. All right, this dude's getting bowed hard. Can't believe 19. one of these one of these clones got eaten by a big flower. It's just been sitting in there for years. Nineteen to hit. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. I know. Okay, I'm making an unarmed strike, but really, what I really want everyone to imagine is I am biting the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> I am biting him so hard in yes. the neck if I can yes. reach it. Oh, no, it says a D8. Sorry. Okay, come on, bitch. Okay, that's a seven plus one shock damage. That's eight damage, bitch, this old man. <laughs> he dies as you, as you rip yes! him open with your jaws. Yes! And as he's dying, he says, You cannot kill Groth. He said Groth. Did he say Groth, guys? Have we been saying his name wrong this whole time? <laughs> what if what if what if Groth is like Groth's clone? Ugh. So what this still, I guess. doesn't know I guess we what he thinks is that the cloning machine is still alive, but it's not. It's offline forever. Oh. I have killed Croth. I have killed Croth for the last time. I think that's probably true, but you should drink. I say with Croth's blood dripping down my that's, chin. That's so great. Can you, drink, can you drink this for me, please, you big scary dog, real quick? 
Well, drink what? <laughs> this, this. I put the gourd in, in his mouth and just like drink, drink, drink. I Give drink yourself a D4 of healing. That's the pyramid. And then it's empty, so I throw it at the at the at the Venus flytrap. One, one. I get one hit point. So we've reached almost the end of our time. So I would like for you to tell me. You, you feel like you found Croft. Or Groff. Or A Croft. <laughs> Maybe there's A Roth, B Roth, C Roth, uh, D Roth. You just took Groff. out six beastmen. I mean, how many are there? You're not sure. Uh, but this area where they were nesting seems quiet. Let's set fire to this whole thing and leave it behind. I knew I liked this guy. <laughs> this is my whole thing. Agreed. We can but we can force this place that, and crawl out that hole. Oh yeah, I guess we could go out that hole. Oh, we're not going back past that moss thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we just like light a torch and then every available opportunity on the way back. <laughs> you have just, you like, have seventeen candles left. You have seventeen candles left. I have a ton of candles. <laughs> I'm just putting them directly under what looks like foliage. Lighting, lighting them everywhere. candles, anything let's, that looks dry. Let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to our three heroes walking in slow-mo from an enormous burning structure. Not it's looking back. An inferno behind them, not even looking back. Uh, but their hair, especially the fur on uh, Garmouth, is kind of blowing sexily as they exit the burning deep. Yes. Ooh, if we had sunglasses, we'd put them on. Yeah, you've done it. <laughs> you have uh, explored the dungeon. You have plumbed its depths. You have destroyed its threats for the most part. There were a couple rooms you didn't find, but that's okay because you've destroyed the place. And now I would like to call on each player to give me their epilogue. Their epilogue mm. can be whatever they want. Uh, it can happen years from now. It can happen the next day. It can deal with things we already saw in the story, like Emra, or it could be a completely new adventure that you went on years later. It's up to you. Who would like to start? I will go first. Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Jazz, your epilogue, please. Jazz, after this quest was completed, returned to the land from whence he came, seeking more vengeance. (laughs) He went back to his old village where he had been exiled, and he snuck into the throne room and slit the throat of the one-time prince who was now what he would refer to as the Paper King. (gasps) Yes. And he leaves no trace and seeks no credit just knows in his heart that he's closed another chapter. He walks off into the sunset looking for another wrong to right. Beautiful. Uh, yes, all of that happens. He's ahead. Yes. Vengeance is, is Jazz's. And uh, your village was in a deep, I think we established. So you were definitely easily able to navigate it after your experiences in this deep. Um, go ahead, Corby. Corby took the one mantis pod that he had <laughs> from this deep and spent the rest of his life searching, trying for a way 
to bring a big mantis to life. <laughs> but he never found another deep quite like this one. So he resigned himself to the study of magical blacksmithing. It was always difficult and never easy. Corby, did you really experiment with that pod? Is that what you're telling me? You could say uh, no. He was looking for a... I think he was looking for a... Well, he knows that the pod works. It goes yeah. in the big tree machine. Yes. So I, I don't think he did anything to it unless he found another one of those. Um, right. Okay, so you went back to blacksmithing. Yeah, well, he was searching deeps for another big tree machine, but he never found one. But along the way, he was always looking for ways to become the most powerful magical blacksmith in the world. Uh, wait, there is a skill... Uh, that uh, deals with, first of all, uh, I, I, Jazz, based on your epilogue, I think you should go ahead and give your character another sneak and bring it up to two. Because you snuck in and you didn't, <laughs> you didn't even stick around. You didn't even stick around to uh, take credit. You snuck away. And you uh, should take a point of craft, bringing your craft to zero. Corby, you are now a barely competent blacksmith. Wait, I was already <laughs> at zero. Now I'm at one. You're at one in craft. You actually are a pretty good blacksmith. Corby made a functional sword for the first time of his life and then retired on top. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> I'm out. I've done it. I've mastered my, I've mastered my craft. Beautiful. Garmouth. Garmouth stays in the forest from whence he came. It's the only home he's ever known. He returns... He wanders alone for a long time until one day he comes across a small band of wolves um, who are mourning the death of of what seems to be like the alpha wolf. They're, would you say their king? The death of their king? She, she, their, their queen, their, their, their mother, it, it seems. She died of old age. She's white. She's grizzled around the muzzle. And he looks at them and they look at him. And without words, he returns to all fours, and he lives in the woods with his brothers and sisters, the wolves, as their, as their reluctant the wolf king. benevolent king. As the benevolent wolf, wolf king. king. As the um, benevolent wolf king. Uh, yes. Then Garmouth gets yet another survive, bringing him up to survive too. But every every year, every year on the anniversary of the burning, he he, he raids the village and <laughs> <laughs> kill everyone in Edgewood Station. Uh, yeah, I raid the village and I eat all their babies. Um, no, I visit I visit the stream where I first met Jazz and Orby, and I remember my brothers of a different sort. And then I go off howling into the night. And finally. An epilogue for Leonard. Somewhere there's a village, and in that village there's a mob, and they're swinging pitchforks and shovels, and they've got a young woman, and they're carrying her up to a wooden stake, and they're holding torches, and they're screaming, Witch! And then suddenly, out of the shadows, comes Leonard! And on his back is Emra, and she's holding a spear, and she's wearing a metal bikini that she found. <laughs> and then suddenly from behind her comes Emily, Emmy, and M, and they're all wearing metal bikinis and carrying spears as well. 
and they come into the mob and they start stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. And Leonard rises up on his hind hooves and whinnies to the moon. And the woman is saved. And that is how we will end our story. The rise of the witch hunter hunters. No, exactly. <laughs> the rise of the witch hunter hunters. And their that, noble steed, Leonard. That has been Worlds Without Number. Um, uh, like the game says, it's Worlds Without Number. So your story could be really very completely different from the one that we told. So go out, buy the book, uh, follow... Uh, you know, uh, Cine Nominate Publishing Online. Find out all the stuff they're doing. They make a lot of great games, including a game called Stars Without Number, which is a sci-fi version of this. Um, everything that Kevin Crawford designs is really cool, so I hope you'll go and seek those things out. I want to thank my incredible group of players, Edgar Blackman, Mary Lou, and Zach Reno. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. What thank a wonderful you, time, Jared. Fun time. Follow Wonderfully them online. Done. Tell them how much you love them. Follow everything they do, and I swear we'll have them back whenever they are willing to come back. I'll see you tomorrow. See <laughs> you tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's been our show. We'll be back soon with another game uh, but this is the game garage until then good night glass cannon nash see you later good night good night <laughs> thanks for listening to the glass cannon network for more podcasts and live streams visit glasscannonnetwork.com and for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else subscribe today at patreon.com slash glass cannon 